Hello, welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This is our 10th day of Podmas, where we're putting out an episode every day in the lead up to Christmas. Today, we have Netflix 278th film from 2020. It's the Spanish psychological thriller called The Paramedic, or El Practicante. It's directed by Carlos Torres and stars Maria Casas and Deborah Francois. I'm Jesse. I'm here, your host today, ready to talk about this international film. As always, if you want to avoid spoilers and don't want this one ruined for you, give us a pause and come back a little bit later on because... We kick off the show with the fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is about an unlikable man who's crippled in a work accident. His girlfriend leaves him, but he doesn't know how to let go. Intriguing. Um, international film, we, we, we often struggle to discuss how this ended up on Netflix and find out anything to do with the film. And as always, that's uh, the case with this one. This one, um, you know, talking about the film, I think it's probably the first film that I've seen in sort of the, the time order that actually makes reference to uh, COVID in, in the actual dialogue of the film. There's a scene uh, in the car when the radio is playing and it mentions the China virus and, and they talk about Wuhan and it being similar to the SARS virus. So obviously, um, you know, the part of the time of what was going on as this film was being made um, and it was shot in and around um, Barcelona in Spain. It hit Netflix on the 16th of September, 2020. It had one win from one nomination. Uh, so Mario, sorry, Mario, Mario Casas won Best Spanish Actor at the Dias de Cine Awards for this film. Um, if we look a little bit further at the translations for this one, so what, what's the actual Spanish title of um, El Practicante? It means the practitioner. In Portuguese, it's called Bitter Medicine, which is not a bad title. In French, it's called irremediable in japanese it's called paramedic dark emergency rescuer and in norwegian and swedish it's called deadly medicine polish it's called lifeguard and in chinese it's called life-saving medicine so all to do with his paramedic and his use of drugs probably not in a good way what are the critics and audiences saying about this film so on rotten tomatoes sits at 50 percent that's on just 10 reviews that is rotten the audience has it at 32 percent so even lower that's on uh, more than 50 ratings. IMDb, 5.7 out of 10. Not many ratings there at all. Letterboxd, a few more. Sits at a 2.5 out of 5 on a bit over 12,000 ratings. So, um, yeah. Um, oh, not, no, not even 12, 1,200 ratings. So, um, not a lot of people have seen this film. What are, what are my early thoughts for this one? So, I thought this was well done. Um, sort of reminiscent of films like Misery. There, there was tension throughout. I thought it looked really good. So, I, I enjoyed this. I think it wasn't too bad. So, let's talk about the characters in this one. Angel. Angel's who we've got to talk about. He's our paramedic, uh, the, the title of this film. He, a bit of a creepy guy. He likes to take souvenirs from his patients. Um, you know, if they're in sort of critical accidents, he, he steals things from them and, and, and hoards them and then sells them for his own personal gain. So not a nice guy. He even comes across as a bit of a horrible person to his partner, his girlfriend, Vane. His neighbor is not very nice to him, um, and the main reason for that is because this neighbor, his dog barks all the time and keeps him up at night, even though this old bloke, this old neighbor, sort of, you know, is having his own struggles. His wife's dying in hospital, and, and that's the reason why he's not at home to keep the dog quiet, and, and Angel still doesn't really care about that. Uh, and, and his life becomes even worse, I guess, when he's in his accident, in, in his ambulance that he's working in. 
he's paralyzed from the waist down and this leads to further depression and, and his girlfriend leaving him and then him having to, well, him stalking her as well. So that's sort of the gist of him. Vane is the girlfriend that we mentioned. She's studying to be a vet and they're trying to have a, a child, but they're not successful, even though uh, Angel probably tries a little bit too hard in the bedroom. We see that on the screen. Um, her interest in Angel sort of seems to be lacking as, as, you know, even before the accident, before he's in a wheelchair, because she's spending more time and catching up with people from her classes and her study. And you can probably don't blame her. You know, this guy doesn't seem like a very nice guy to be around. The only other character is Ricardo, who uh, is Angel's co-worker in the ambulance. He obviously feels guilty for the accident, which put Angel in, his, in the wheelchair. Uh, but at the same time, Angel's horrible to him and, and he's sort of a, a person that Vane um, is able to to console in. And obviously, um, I've said they're spoilers, but they sort of end up together and that creates even further tension uh, for Angel. The director, Carlos Torres, uh, six directing credits. They're all in Spanish. At the moment, this is his last piece of work. So we'll see if anything else um, is going to come in the future. Scenes. Let's talk about some scenes. What are some things that I liked? I think the start of this film, there's a car crash to start the film. The camera use was really good. It looked really, really cool. Great start to the film. This vindictiveness that we see of Angel when Varney isn't home to give him meds. He's like sweating up and, uh, you know, he finally gets the meds, takes them. And then, you know, to get back at her, he hides the rest of the medications and makes it out like that it was her fault that, you know, she wasn't home. So, and it was her fault that he didn't have any left, even though he did. And makes her, you know, go and get him more, which is just horrible uh the use of music to to drown out Varney screams throughout once he takes her captive the lyrics were super clever referencing things like you know i won't ever forget you you taught me how to love little matters if you don't love me the, these types of lyrics which really well chosen to for these scenes uh angel angel just taking ricardo out it's clever uh clever clever scene and then finally the whole final escape from Varney. she's trying to get out uh, Angel's coming back. It's so stressful. It's tense. She's crawling. It just had me on edge the whole time. I thought that was really well done. What are the things that I didn't like in this one? A lot of the dialogue, I guess. Some of the, the Angel at one stage, you know, you know, so arrogant, and he talks about his sperm being world class, and then asks Vane if she wants some now. You know, just a bit. Oh, it was gross. And then she's like, "I've got my period," and he says, "I don't care." Gross. Just gross. I don't know why you include that. Angel um, tells Vane to get him ice cream. And then in about two seconds, he installs this hacker thing on her phone, just way too quick and unrealistic. This was laughable, but uh, Angel goes to poison the dog's neighbor in this park. And for disguise, he wears sunglasses, so no one can recognize him. It, it doesn't really work because he's still in a wheelchair, so quite obvious. Um, Angel gets a taxi driver to help him stalk Vane. That was just a little bit over the top. And and finally, there's this Furman dude who we, we see throughout that Angel's using to, to get drugs from and sell things to. And just the idea that Angel has this guy who can he can call on to get rid of a dead body for him. Just a little bit over the top for a paramedic. <laughs> uh, what's this film trying to say? Some themes, some ideas. So that idea of, of obsession, abusive partners, domestic violence. Um, you know, th these are all highlighted through this film, especially through the poor character of Angel. Uh, bitterness and darkness too. These things existed in Angel well before he was in a wheelchair. Uh, so he's just not a very good character, not a really nice person. And that idea too, no morals. This guy doesn't have any, he steals from the dead. He, he will kill anyone who gets in his way without any guilt or any remorse. And that idea too, a little bit of revenge, that, that power struggle, revenge on people who you seem to have thought of, have done you wrong. What did I take away from this film? Um, this happens every now and then with international films, but there were parts in this film where the subtitles were missing and I found that very frustrating. Um, it's annoying when you're trying to get into a film and enjoy it and you just miss chunks of dialogue. So I thought that was annoying. 
questions, ponderings, any thoughts about this film? I think, you know, like, is, it, is it a fair question to ask that, you know, Angel has no redeeming qualities? Um, I, I did not say anything nice from this guy at all. He thought of no one but himself. And I, I find, you know, in a, in a film, sometimes you do need to see redeeming qualities in a character, but they've obviously set out with him as a character and said, nah, this guy's just going to be horrible the whole way through. And if that's what they were, they were aiming to achieve, they've definitely done that. Um, and, and especially through the end, we sort of said, um, we see Varne picks up Angel from so Angel doesn't die in the end he, he's still alive he's in a vegetative state and I am and Angel's picked up by Vane and she's like I'll look after you I found this an interesting ending because I didn't feel that Vane ever came across as vindictive or someone who wanted to get revenge so the idea that it's left in the audience's mind um that you know she's gonna get some revenge I thought it was a little bit of a, a change up in character just in that last moment that I'm not sure we needed so intrigued with that ending uh, I'm ready to wrap this up. Uh, you know, we give the films a rating out of five. For me, it's a decent film. It's a, it's a little film too. I think that it proves that some people are just bad people. I think that that's what they're trying to say through the character of Angel. And that people will continue to be bad, even if they have a chance to reflect and change their behaviours. And Angel was just pure evil. Um, I'll give this a three out of five. I, I think this is worth a watch if you're into these types of films. We're on socials. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and X, which is formerly known as Twitter. The question this, this leads on that I want to put on social media is the idea of what will Vane do with Angel now that she's got control over him? What's she going to do with him now? As she wheels him down that corridor at the end of the film, what's she going to do with him? Uh, I'm intrigued. Uh, she's going to keep him prisoner and, and just make him reflect on his life and, and the poor choices he's made. I'm not sure. I'm interested. Um, let us know your thoughts too. As always, well, not as always, but as we're in Podmas, we're back again tomorrow. Tomorrow, we've got another international film from 2020. It's uh, the Indian Hindi language called Dolly Kitty or Hu Chamak De Stare. It's uh, directed by Alan Krita Shrivstava and stars Konkona Sen Sharma and Bhumi Pednika. That's what we've got tomorrow, a Hindi language film. Hopefully, it give you enough time to watch it and come back and join in tomorrow. As always, thank you and we'll see you tomorrow.